hi. Oh, hi. Oh. Hi, hi. hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been the longest banter session we've had before one of these episodes in a while. So this is the intro you get this week. Yeah. Um, because we were just... <laughs> <there> we go. <laughs> God. <laughs> But yeah, we were just talking for, I don't know, like a good few minutes about shit that you can't hear about, but not because it's like, well, it is a secret, but like, it's not like podcast secret. It's a drama in the workplace. Yeah, there are legal ramifications. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I've been watching too much Suits this week. So therefore my brain is like, hmm, what's the legality of this? Hmm. Yeah. But the thing about it is, okay, so everybody inside the RP server that's in the Department of Justice, they're basing all of their law knowledge off of suits. (laughs) And so, therefore, me having an actual criminal justice background, I'm like, okay, if this is what everybody's going to be basing their law knowledge off of, I should probably look into this just to try to, like, keep up with where everybody's at just to be safe. I base mine off of uh, Legally Blonde. See, I just like to base mine off of Mean Girls. Because that's so fetch. (laughs) I mean, iconic. (laughs) Wait a second. The Wotakoi webpage is telling me that there's 11 volumes of manga, and I've only ever seen seven. Translations. You gotta read Japanese. Either that or... So, I don't know if you've ever seen the Wotakoi manga in person. Mm. But of the seven volumes, each volume, like, progressively gets a little bit smaller. So I wonder if, like, the first two or three volumes are two and one. Okay. I don't know. This is just a thought. However, that's what what my brain is telling me. Clackety keyboard. Clackety keyboard is the keyboard that I was gifted by, uh, I don't know, like, my bestie. (gasps) Cheating on me with another bestie. Mm. Have you tried looking in the mirror recently? Uh, I prefer not to do that. I don't want to break it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't recognize that song. What? I don't recognize it. It's like, what is it? Elton John and Kiki D? Yeah, yeah. I love the Beatles. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ah, I love how that was just a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yes, it looks like you are correct, judging by the com- thickness of the compa- thickness comparison um, of the Japanese versions versus the English version. <laughs> so I am a genius because the Japanese version are beautifully aesthetically all the exact same width which i love oh Um, look at that they look so nice and pretty don't they look so pretty and then the english versions are like chunky 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 skinny and i'm like this is not the weight loss journey we were looking for um diet culture is toxic i mean okay so diet culture is toxic however that is the weight loss journey that i'm looking for (laughs) hopefully by the time i get to my seventh volume i'm (laughs) I'm in a lot better shape. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, it I said just a second ago? Oh yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> See, look at the look how aesthetically ple- 
pleasing the Japanese version is and then the English version. I'm not pleased with why there's two copies of one. No. Well, it's because bookstore. That's why. Oh, I thought that was just somebody's collection and they fucked up with how many copies of Wotakoi they bought. But look, six is so sad. It is sad. Even the heart at the bottom is the wrong shape. And it's also the wrong, the wrong size. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's it's taller and I mean obviously thinner, but it's taller. It's like yeah. they just smooshed it instead of like trying to keep it any sort of and one width. was lower than two in the print, but not the other copy. Oh yeah. But even one and one are different heights. And thicknesses. Well, no, one no. and one, those are the same thickness. It's oh, just yeah, different heights on the one. No, but look at the hearts. Don't they look don't the hearts look like different thicknesses? Uh, they look like different shades. What that is looks going like on? This it looks like some, two different shades of pink. This is some back alley manga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you see, here's the thing. So do you see the company that's doing the English prints, right? Kodansha? Yeah. I meant to talk about this last week, but I completely forgot because as it has been well established at this point, ADHD. Mm. So... Do you want to know how petty Shonen Jump is? Sure. They are so petty to the point to where Kodansha was launching a new app to where you can read uh, shoujo manga. Mm -hmm. So, like, all of their shoujo list, Wotakoi probably included in that. However, it is a point-buy system rather than a subscription service. Mm. which is bullshit yeah however i digress because point buy systems are a scam and if you are using that for any of your apps um i apologize you're getting majorly ripped off for the price that you pay for that you can buy physical copies so don't yep. fall for that also they're incredibly censored don't do that shit anyway <laughs> so what shonen jump did is they decided to take the viz media and shonen jump app and release all of their shoujo stuff and added as part of their subscription service. Nice. And they did it the night before the Kodansha app launched. Oh. So, and they publicly announced it. So nobody was fucking talking about what Kodansha released. No, they were talking about how fucking petty Shonen Jump was. And then everybody jumped on it because they're like, <gasps> I can read Comey can't communicate for the same price that I've already been paying. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Which I mean, that brings me so much joy <laughs> because I'm nowhere close to being caught up with my amount of Comey that I have. I think I only have 11 volumes. Yeah. But I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So that was my, that was my point I wanted to make last week because Kodansha, you fucked up. You did. You don't mess with otakus. You you really don't mess with otakus. No. Uh, I, uh... I have, what? Go oh, ahead. Uh, no, you go ahead. No, speak. I applied for a big boy job this week. <gasps> you did? Yeah. So I applied for big boss job. Okay. I have interview next Friday. <gasps> ah! Which I didn't even think that I would get an interview for because I didn't think I was even remotely qualified, but somebody somewhere thought I was. 
maybe they're not looking for you to be qualified, but they're looking for somebody who's willing to learn and be- and get qualifications. I mean, maybe. So at this point, we've already talked about the promotion that I was looking at in September. Yeah. However, this is a step above that because I would <laughs> technically be over that location and the other location in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. But it would just be like I would be the reporting to manager for both of those stores rather than just be the manager at one. Oh, you got you got this. I mean, maybe you could just intimidate them by sheer volume. I mean, if this was an actual in-person interview, yes, but it's on Zoom, so I don't know how imposing oh. I can be. Well, uh, you're uh, you're an otaku. If anyone could do tech. But I'm not like I'm not like software savvy. I'm tech savvy. No, whenever it but comes, but like to... you live ninety percent of your life on a computer. So and you speak to a computer for funsies every week. Uh, are you a computer? Yes. Is, is... Your friend has been a computer this whole time. I have never felt so lied to in my life. How many years of friendship? Five or so. Hmm. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. We were friends a while. <laughs> just, 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 just a while. It's fine. Just a Everything's while. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I did. I just kind of applied for it for giggles, just to kind of see how it goes. But now I'm committed to the bit. Go for it. I mean, the worst they can say is no. And I mean, that's the conversation that I was having with the sales rep that's over those stores and the one that is handing me the job in September on a silver platter. We were talking about it whenever she came to our store earlier this week. And she was like, hey, have you heard about the operations manager position being open? And I was like, no, I have not. She's like, well, uh, you might want to look into it because, I mean, if anything, the worst they can say is no. And then you still get that store in September. So what's the, like, what do you have to lose? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And now that I have an interview and I'm interviewing with two people that I don't know and have had no conversation with whatsoever, I'm nervous. Mm. You, could be fi- you could be fine. I mean, maybe, but also, you do great. I don't know. You do great. Just, it's the whole, just the whole thing is an acting experience. It's all a bit. I mean, you are correct on that. And if there's anything that I've learned, <clears throat> actor. <laughs> <laughs> I have said that way too many times since December, and I don't think I've actually had that discussion with you. So I'll, I'll you know say, what? It's fine. I don't need the explanation. We're just going to roll with it as is. <laughs> I'll give you the explanation after the fact, but for the podcast, nobody gets the um, actor <laughs> explanation. <laughs> um, I'm going to a rent fair. You are. Oh, shit. That is this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got to get off my suits kick. <laughs> I can get the anime watched before. When did we when did we say we're going to record? Wednesday? Thursday? I can't remember. Oh, God. Wednesday, I think. Okay, Wednesday. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm so glad you reminded me, but I didn't forget. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Um, I'm going to a red fair. I'm going to be an elf. Ah, getting started on your D&D character early, are we? Uh, yeah, kind of. I my my um corset came in today. Oh, fancy. Stoked. Yeah. 
I I've gone all out. Like I didn't have a Ren fair in Alberta. I had a historical fair, which was still super fun. They fired like old school cannons and shit into hay bales. Still fun. Um, but like this is like mushrooms and bards uh, getting drunk out the back of taverns. Like this is Ren fair. So and it's a shame you're vegetarian because I would love to tell you to have a giant turkey leg for me, but I cannot. I will, if my company wants a turkey leg, I will take a picture of it for you. Or if I find some giant dude, nom, nomin, nomin on a turkey leg, I was going to say <laughs> nompin, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> uh, then I'll send you a picture of some random, random dude in a turkey leg but yeah i'm stoked i'm so excited i finished my shoes i had to make some shoes because that's that's the hardest part is because like an elf or a fairy or whatever would probably just be barefoot like let's be real i mean you, you are correct on that yeah but like i've never been to this particular field before and i don't know if there's gonna be like heroin needles like that that is grass. that is valid right like like i'm sure it's not it's in the middle of nowhere so it should be like fairly just a field but still so i'm like okay i, I gotta have some kind of shoes but then i'm like okay so for what i'm going two days for one of the days i'm just gonna be a peasant because i'm like that's my day where i like get to actually participate in festivities and not be uncomfortable the whole day the first day is like i'm an art piece you know like it's not designed to be comfy it's designed to be aesthetic Mm -hmm. just so happens that my look is pretty comfy but also like i can't run so ah you're wearing those kind of shoes well i'm it's more the corset that i can't run because breathing is fun um but (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. um i mean i could loosen it but who wants to loosen it um But the so I was like trying to thrift for some shoes. Like I just wanted like a pair of flats that I could then cover in like Dollarama Ivy and um hot glue it down and I'd be good to go, right? I went to the thrift store. I went to four different thrift stores over the course of three days. When I'm telling you the only shoes that I found were seventeen dollars, I was like, I just buy them new. Like <laughs> I was just going to go to Walmart. Like, <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? $17 for a beat up used old pair of flats? No, no way. I'm not doing that. And like, I also have like a very average size pair of feet. So like my feet, like my shoe size is always picked through in the thrift stores. Um, so my options weren't great. I finally find a spare. $17. I'm like, no, I'm not paying that. So I go to the mall, the mall, right? And I'm like looking through. Walmart doesn't really have anything um and uh, nothing that like their things all had things on them like there was no like just a plain pair of shoes it was all like a pair of flats with a bow on or frills or something I'm like no I don't want to mess with that like I just want a plain pair so I'm going through and I'm going to like Ardeen's which is like a Canadian teen girl kind of clothing store um and I was like maybe they'll have a cheap pair didn't really find anything um gap h&m like i'm going through all of like the fast fashiony places which i don't normally like to buy it i try and avoid them as best as i can because i know that they're a corporate nightmare and bad for the environment and workers don't get fair wages like i know it um 
anyway, so I ended up in a different fast fashion store. <laughs> um, and uh, and I found this pair of shoes, like a pair of sandals, for ten bucks, and I'm like, sick, great, they're on sale, love that. Bought them, came back, glued a bunch of ivy all over them. Now is the question though, because they were like that shiny pleather material. Mm-hmm. And when I first glued it on, I was like, is the hot glue going to stick? And I was like, maybe I should like grab my sandpaper and like scuff them up um, to give the hot glue some texture to, to stick on. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I'll just go with it. Um, anyway, I was moving them day before yesterday and the ivy came off along the strap. I was like, fuck, exactly what I thought. Like hot glue came off in one big chunk. I was, <laughs> hot glue stuck to the ivy, did not stick to the shoe. So I just glued it back down again because I'm living the rebel life. So we're going to see on day <laughs> of how long they last because that ivy could come off any second. So you remember what I do for work, right? Paint. Yeah. So with that being said, um, I also could have told you you probably should have sanded that because anything that is glossy and slick yeah. is not a good substrate. For anything to stick to. <laughs> yeah. See, I had this. I was I was sitting on the floor, like right where my chair is. I push my chair in, and then underneath here is where I like have my workstation. I got my whole toolkit, like right next to me, all my canvas building supplies, my sandpaper for sanding down all of my gesso on my canvases. Like I have, it's within arm's reach. Did I still go? Fuck it, I'll glue it on anyways. Yes. Uh, I want to be disappointed, <laughs> but it's you. I can't be disappointed. Yeah, so now I think I'm going to have to sew them on. Like, just a couple stitches here or there should do it. Yeah, just, you know, find some threads close and color and you'll be fine. But, like, I've already done so much sewing for this look. Like, I'm proud of myself for how much I did. But, like, so there was this, like, dress that was made for, um, it was, like, a fair few sizes way too big. Um but it was like one of those things of like, if you have any weight at all and you happen to want to dress feminine, you have to wear a sack. Um, one of those dresses. Uh, so it's just yeah. like a chiffon green square, like like um, nothing else to it. There was nothing else. So I was like, hey, this neckline is pretty booby. Like, I wonder if this fits my waist. So I slipped it over my head and it does. I was like, great. This is my skirt now. So... <laughs> I took it home and I unstitched where the bottom of the armhole is because it's not, it's like literally like it's a square folded, like it's a, a giant rectangle folded in half with a hole cut out for the neck and then you just stick your arms through the sides, you know, that mm-hmm. shape. Yeah. So I just unstitched the bottom and then it created this really cool like handkerchief hemline where it's really long in places and really short in other places. Hmm. Um. And I just had to add a button and a loop. I had to stitch that back together again so it didn't fray. Um, and then I just added a button and a loop to cinch in because it's when, like, obviously I get my shoulders through, it's then big on my waist. So I had a button and a loop. But that what that's created is now a little hole where, it, like, there's – because it's just a button and a loop on a waistband. And then there's, like, the the excess material that's now pinched together, right? Yeah. So then if I pick up the edge of the skirt and I t- pull it up and tuck it through, I now have a skirt hook. So now when it's getting all long and the grass is muddy or whatever, and I want to show the purple under underskirt that I have because I'm being a saucy person who's showing their ankles, how dare I? Um, 
<laughs> I can hook my scope through the loop that I made and it's so cool and I'm like I'm stoked about it. As you should be though. That's awesome. Yeah, and I made a circlet as well out of wire. So I have my elf crown. I got some ears and I'm painting them. Like I'm going, it's gonna be so cool. I want photos. Yeah. Because I'm excited for you. That should be a great time. I have some photos I can send already. Um, because I tried I tried things on today for the first time, and that's why oh. I'm like so stoked. That's awesome. Um Okay. That there's that. Oh, um, love it. Thank you. These are the shoes. Um Oh, just, fancy. And then uh this is the circlet. Oh neat. Yeah. So I'm like stoked about it. It's gonna be super fun. As you should be. Yeah. Also, nice blanket. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's thrifted. <laughs> I expect nothing less. It's just some old grandma blanket. I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with like a knitted blanket, though. Those I are like so them. warm. I have two on my bed right now instead of like a proper cover. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love them. Can't say I blame you there at all. But they're great because then when I get too hot, hot, I just take one off and I still have weight. Now that is a good thought. Yeah. See, I just, I can't, I can barely do blankets. Like I can do like a little light throw blanket, but that's also because my bedroom is cold as shit and I got to have a fan going. Mm. But outside of that, no, like I, I cannot, I refuse. I have that very same blanket wrapped around my shoulders right now. This does not surprise me, especially considering you said you've been cold today. I have been cold today, and yesterday too, and the day before. I've been cold. I, so I was cold? actually wondering if I was getting sick. I was feeling so cold, but I'm oh. not. I'm just cold. That was honestly my first thought was whenever you initially told me that you're cold. I was like, mm, "You feeling all right?" Mm, no, just just female issues. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, currently bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I have cut my finger. I, too, am now currently bleeding. <laughs> I pity you so hard. <laughs> wow, all of my sympathy goes out to you right now. Oh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Honestly, yeah, thoughts and prayers. I'll tweet about it if you like. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Brad cut his finger. Everyone send him a flower basket. <laughs> Do you like fruit? We can send you fruit. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll have a man cold. Jeez. <laughs> oh, this is just a lasting cough that I've had ever since my last bout with COVID. <laughs> oh. uh, I can't get I can't get away from it. I haven't got my fucking sense of smell back, which honestly I'm still probably thankful for. <laughs> so I'm good. Maybe you have got it back, but your brain is just like, nah, we don't need it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Everything's just, fine. Yeah, you're just like, no, I'd rather not, actually, though, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep my brain as it is. Yeah. And everything else as it is. What, what, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> oh, the things I live my life by, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> not until we're at least in old folks' home together. 
I feel sorry for everybody else in that home. That's the point. We get to fuck with everyone. <laughs> oh, God. I'm already an insufferable asshole as it is. I can only imagine how I'm going to be as an old man. That's the point, though. We were like, back when we were kids, we had to read our manga, not just get it implanted into our brain. <laughs> you whippersnappers don't know what papal was like. See? It, was, like, it was clean. It was pristine. We had to walk uphill the school both ways. <laughs> I used to walk up hills both ways and fight a lion. You ever had to fight a shark on your way to school? It was minus 50. Used to have to carry water to and from the river so that way I could bathe. <laughs> yeah. See, we're already good. Yeah, we got this. We could this. go join at Netflix home right now. <laughs> you know what? That's Should we fine. retire? Let's retire. All right. And this has been the last episode of BNB Anime. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> oh, this podcast is never dying. <laughs> no, but we are. <laughs> oh, we got we to gotta name successors to this. Who do we trust yeah. to take over this shit no show one. after we go? <laughs> Uh, the gosh. asshole neighbors, maybe. Asshole neighbors, children that you have manipulated. Not the the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I. <laughs> you know what I'm in. <laughs> Just raise them right, and, <laughs> and we'll be good. Oh, they will be raised properly, because since I have no intentions of having kids of my own, at least not at this point. All the rest of the kids around me will become otaku too. Yeah. The world will grow. Otaku toddlers. Yes. Speaking of otaku. What the koi? Love is hard for otaku. <laughs> because it is. Love is very hard for otaku. <laughs> yeah. Uh, life is great. Everything's fine. Dogs are fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> We have, we both have a long history of very successful. <laughs> <laughs> We're exactly the people who could speak on this topic. Yeah, we can definitely speak on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, life is hard. For an talk. <laughs> so listen, if we're still single by like 35, you just want to get married and say fuck it. Fair enough. We'll just we'll just go move to Japan, live in a ho- uh, tiny little hole in the ground. You know what? I'm down. Fuck it. <laughs> Y'all hear it here first. Our God, how old are we now? Technically, a ten year plan. <laughs> oh God, that's sooner than I thought. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> we are. We are old. In my head, I'm like twenty. I'm like, oh God. Oh, I had to do quick math. I was like, wait, thirty five. I'm 27, about to be 20. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's not that far away. <laughs> it's an even quicker trip for me. I'm going to die soon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, existential crisis, marriage proposals, and everything else on this episode. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Oh, God. This Oh, this description is going to be great. I can't wait to write this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I can't what wait. do we got for background? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Otakoi is a rom-com. The manga was written by Fujita, published by um 
E. G. Jincha. And the English yeah. publisher was Kodansha. It is a Jose with its run from April of 2014 to July of 2021 for a total of 11 volumes or in English, six volumes. Mm. The anime was directed by Yoshimasa Hiroike studio a1 pictures obviously at this point if you don't know a1 pictures get out from under the rock we've done so much shit by them and by so much shit i mean i think the main thing we've done by them or at least most recent was the chris recoil and also all of the sao films since we haven't done actual sao yet yep there are oh yeah you're wait they they did your lie Uh uh-huh i forgot uh kaguya-sama now that makes sense uh oh um grimgar of ashen fantasy which is one that i've watched that you haven't but i nearly cosplayed as a character from that so oh interesting fairy tale they've done some of um working did we cover working we did cover did we not we did not cover working what is working i think it was on our radar but we never actually there's been a lot of shit that's been on our radar that we uh-huh. haven't covered. There's that archery anime that you've talked so highly of that we keep saying, yeah, we're going to cover it. And then we don't. I forgot that existed until you just said. And you were the one that was like pushing it like, yeah, we got to watch it. Yeah, I I moved on from that phase. That's how long it's been. Phase oh, is over. <laughs> phase is 100% over. All right. <laughs> on to the next. Yeah. Uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, I've got Blue Lock back on the docket to cover, so you'll have your sports anime sooner rather than later. Gosh. And then, yeah, 11 episodes plus three OVA episodes. Hmm. Yeah, it scores a 4.17 out of 5 or an 8.34 out of 10 on Anime Planet or a 7.94 out of 10 on my anime list, giving it an average of 7.96, 7. which 9. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, so... I, I've been trying to figure this out in my head because I feel like I did something wrong. Uh-huh. But, so I did, I need to do this math because this math is fucking with me and I don't know if this is, like, if I'm just incorrect. But, like, okay, so 8.34 subtract 7.94 equals 0.4 and that fucks with me. Wait, hang on. Let me. Let me give me those numbers again. Okay, so eight point three four. Uh huh. Subtract seven point nine four. Oh yeah, that makes yeah that's it does make sense. sense. It makes sense, but it fucks with me, and I don't know why. Looking at those numbers and getting that result doesn't look right. <laughs> look, okay, we get it. I'm the math one here, and you're the science one here. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, science. Yeah. <laughs> Although I say that, and you're, you're the one that does all the math for all of these episodes, it's just I don't know. You know when you look at a word and it doesn't look right, but it's spelt right, and you've spelt it that way your whole life, but it still doesn't look right. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I'm having one of those moments, but with math. I have that happen all the time. Like I'll be texting somebody and be like, "Hmm, <laughs> is that how you spell the word exaggerate? I mean, it looks right, but also, mm. yeah." Hey, Siri, how do you spell exaggerate? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Siri, Siri, I'm kidding. Stop. Siri, don't. (laughs) We're not not continuing on that bit this week for now. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so it gives it an average of 7.96. 
um, out of 10 with a drop rate of 3.11%. That's fine. That's about what I figured. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it is PG-13. On Amazon, I believe it's a 16A. Uh, maybe that's a Canadian rating because I know in America, like the the rating fluctuated per episode. Ah, like some episodes were rated E, some were PG, and some were PG thirteen. I was very confused. Right. Okay. Um, I think that's probably why they just put a sixteen A on it for us because it was just like that covers our bases. I mean, yeah, because there were obviously some episodes that were more like adult theme than others. And that there's last lots of things episode. like Yeah. But then there's also just like drinking and other things, you know? Yeah. 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 So let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So um, yeah. uh overview. Um Lady and Man Otaku um <laughs> trying to figure out how to date. And also good cast of other otaku that are s- supporting friends. Yeah. And it's also like the trope of like they act like they hate each other, but they actually love each other. And it's very sweet. Yeah, it's like, so it's it's a very interesting dynamic because we have Narumi and Hirotaka who are childhood friends um, that have wound up together through after meeting again um, in the workplace after having been apart since middle school. And it's just like them trying to figure out like how to work with their dynamic because like they're so comfortable with each other because they're friends and they know all each other's secrets. They both know that they're nerds. Like it's, it's a different dynamic to what they're kind of, to at least what Narami is really used to um, having to hide her otaku-ness. And it's like the fact that, She's just openly allowed to date a nerd. And funnily enough, this kind of scenario came up in real life for me a little while ago. I had a friend come to me and ask for advice because this was the first time that um, they'd been in a like really healthy relationship. And they were like, like, what's this supposed to feel like? Why? Like, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm bored or if like I'm just comfortable. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, well, a good relationship. You're just supposed to be friends. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like if as you build and foster that relationship, like it literally needs to be like your significant other is your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so I think these guys are starting off already having that friendship base and trying to develop the romantic side, whereas what they or at least what Narami is used to beforehand was having the romantic side but trying to figure out how to be friends with someone who she doesn't feel like she can reveal herself to. Yeah, which, uh, same. <laughs> oh. Except here's the thing, okay? I don't hide it. It's just I'm judged by my former significant others for it. They can go fuck themselves. You have so many nerds who are a huge fan of you. I have fans? I thought I just I mean... had the one that's above me. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm on one today i'm sorry is this the third time in one episode that i have to tell you to go fuck yourself Um. (laughs) 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 
Oh, it, I think at this point it's just a running bit today. <laughs> mm. Oh, yep. yep. Ever since the first run. <laughs> oh, now that is a story for the people that weren't here. <laughs> oh, and that's a story we're not going to tell. That's a story. That's a secret. Yeah, sucks don't to you suck, hate that? nerds. Yeah, <laughs> don't you hate that when we tell a story that you don't know anything about, and we're not going to tell you, and that's it, and we move on. Uh, it's great. Emotional damage. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's kind of how the, the show progresses, um, is is it's just about those guys and then some side characters that we've learned more about as we go through. And um, it's just a comfy slice of life romance featuring adult characters. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So there's your, well, I mean, that's general overview and also actual overview of the show. Yeah. <laughs> So, spoiler chicken hats to where I guess we could talk about some specifics and also why this was a great, enjoyable time. Yeah. So, there is one tiny little thing that I do want to bring up before um, we dive straight into it. And that is the there is a conversation in the LGBT community um, about like BL and um, GL stuff um specifically like fetishizing gay men and, and that kind of thing it's not something i can really speak on obviously i'm not a gay man um but it is something that i do want to acknowledge is an issue in the world so this show does feature heavily around like it shows a lot of that the the fandom of bl romance the fact that people like obsess over it and that kind of thing um we are acknowledging that uh that you know there is definitely a conversation to be had there. And if you guys do want to sound off in the comment section about your opinions on that, feel free to do so. We just ask that you are respectful. Thanks. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like our general overall uh, standpoint of don't be a dick. Yeah. In general, don't be a dick. And um, sometimes other people's life experiences are different than yours. Yeah. So, so don't be a dick. Everybody play nice. And we all have a good time because at the end yeah. of the day. Most of the people that listen to this, y'all are like us. We're otaku. We just want to have a good time and enjoy our anime. Yeah. And not everyone has the same level of education. And that's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. Of like, why do you not know that? I was like, well, some people weren't taught. So. And especially depending upon like what areas of the world that you're in and whatnot. Yeah. Like everybody has vastly different experiences. And I mean, a lot of that is very, <clears throat> I guess, like prominent even just between you and I. Yeah, Because the different way that we perceive things and the discussions and debates that we've had here over certain interactions and things, it's not that, you know, either one of us is right or wrong. It's just we have we have had different experiences. Therefore, we have different perceptions of what happens. Yeah. Yep. So, but at the end of the day, we're just two idiots talking about anime. So, again, <laughs> that we are. don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I did just want to acknowledge that, uh, like, we're aware that it's a thing, and like, I'm part of the LGBTQ community as well. And as a girl, I have experienced things where, like, oh my god, two girls kissing—that's so fucking hot, and it's weird. Okay, so okay, it's just—it's one of those things. Like, don't sexualize it. It's just let people love who they love and go on about their business. Yeah, thanks um so yeah anyway did want to have that conversation because that is a thing but also like please bear in mind it is like a cultural thing as well like it's not like it doesn't that's not meant to say that those it's not 
wrong or whatever and things can't be improved but like also it's a whole country so that too yeah um yeah so we have four different main types of otaku that is very true you've got the anime and manga otaku yeah you've got the video game otaku yeah you've got the yaoi otaku mm-hmm. and the yori otaku yeah so we've also got some cosplay thrown in there we've got some uh mangaka vibe things we've got like yeah it's a whole thing oh oh no what Ah, I just read more description, and now I know things, and oh, what a shame. Why have I, I've spoiled the manga for myself now, and now I'm sad. Oh, uh, It's fine. I'm not going to talk about it. Well, you better not, because then I'll get mad at you. <laughs> oh. I was just reading through because I was trying to find like accurate descriptions of all of our characters that I kept reading. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. What I get. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, I I don't really know what to say about the anime. It's a slice of life. Nothing happens. I mean, that's the thing. Like we do get like little snippets of character growth here and there. But a lot of it is just like... <laughs> I guess it's, like, personal, like, presentation and thoughts on it. But it's just, like, healthy adult relationships of people that are just trying to, you know, figure out life as otaku and having different interests and figuring out, like, how to proceed. Yeah. I will say, Hanako and Taro, those guys have some serious kink. Uh, yeah? Because... The level of argument that gets them so worked up. I'm like, you guys just like makeup sex. <laughs> like, this is just it. I, I mean, it's just, what do you, <laughs> otaku, man, they are passionate about <laughs> their shit. They are. <laughs> and especially whenever you're on, like, two very different sides of the fandom, then, like, obviously you're going to sit there and butt heads, but the level. <laughs> <laughs> which they butt heads and then it's just kiss and make up after the fact it's just like bruh <laughs> yeah i'm like you guys are in the workplace <laughs> all of this is in the workplace it is it's like you don't need to be flirting that hard come on and yet like nobody pieces together that they're a couple and it's no. like how can you i had them pegged from the beginning <laughs> yeah they're like as a couple in each other's pants all the time yeah, and it's just, bruh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. And the fact that when Narami was like insisting in the first couple episodes where she was like, no, I wouldn't date you. You're my friend. Well, in the first episode, you're my friend. I wouldn't date you. You're um, you're otaku. I couldn't date you. I'm like, the more you insist, girl, the less I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those things to where like, I read a little bit of the manga at some point or another. Maybe back whenever uh, Crunchyroll's manga app was actually good, and I read it somewhere. So I already had an idea that they were going to get together in the first episode. But like you said, the more that she sat there and kept denying it, I'm like, how how much can you deny something whenever yeah. it comes to shit like that? 
the power of editing behind, <laughs> behind on the back end. God, I love this podcast. Uh, oh, speaking of editing, um, I've been vlogging my rent fair um shit. Oh. And I was gonna vlog the day. I was thinking we could put it up on the channel. Hell yeah. Because it's like nerd stuff. So I've been vlogging like how I made all of my shit and stuff. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That's a thing. Sweet. Oh, speaking of other projects, did you uh, get word back? Oh, no, still haven't. Gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, we could do it without them. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, I've got two other people that I can invite. Yeah. Go for it. I I just figured they might appreciate the invite. Mm-hmm. Although then again, you talk to them quite often. I did send them the invite, but yeah. I don't know. It, it might just be life busy. Jen's book just came out, so. Oh, that's right. Also, yesterday was Jen's birthday. <gasps> I'm so bad. I mean, if it tells you anything, I forgot to message her too. Um, I saw the Facebook notification. It's like, ooh, I'm going to message her whenever I get a minute. And then I I'm forgot. the worst um, happy birthday <laughs> you texting her right now yeah like also brad says happy birthday also brad says happy birthday too <laughs> um he currently has possession of my brain hence forgetting oh i have the brain cell this week yeah no although jen shook my brain jar earlier today oh so. did she yeah, because she sent me a TikTok of a girl who made a leaf umbrella for Renfo because she got sunburnt on the first day, and so she wanted to protect her skin for the second day. Um, and I was like, I was literally thinking about how to do that because I was scared it was gonna uh, gonna rain. And um, and she sent me a TikTok for it already, so now I have a tutorial. So yeah, she really did shake the brain jar. She then. shook the brain jar because like I was I was actually looking at my umbrella and being like, can I? Did I bring my umbrella home from work? Did you bring your umbrella home from work? I did bring it home from work. Look at you go. I'm so proud. <laughs> you do it. What was I saying? Um, I forgot. Otaku? Otaku. Oh, the ADHD is on full display. <laughs> and all of this is being left in because I cannot be bothered. <laughs> Only cut out the important shit. <laughs> Only cut out. <laughs> no, I can't say that online. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's also really weird hearing an... Um... Oh, no, I also can't say that online. <laughs> oh, damn it. Now I want to know. <laughs> okay. The first one, I was just going to let it roll. But that one was like, oh, my interest peaked and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have never felt so betrayed. <laughs> uh, oh. I was about to dox myself. Jeez. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Bad idea. Uh. Oh, already felt bad enough, like having to put all of your legal information on the paper whenever I was sending you your package. <laughs> I was like, this feels like the dirtiest thing I have ever done. <laughs> like, no fucks given. 
no. about the massive amount of dicks I put in the package. No. It was literally just writing all of your real life information on it yeah. where I was like, oh my God. It's like when you call your your stream friends by their, their real name, it's like, fuck that. I mean, it's one of those things where if, if you have that relationship with them mm. or like that's their preference, like I kind of get that. Yeah. But still, like, whenever any of my friends, or especially online friends, call me Bradley, I'm like, you yeah. shut the fuck up right you now. Don't, you don't do that. Like, nothing sounds more like you're cussing at me yeah. than that. Like, you could cuss at me, and I'm yeah. perfectly fine, because I'll probably throw it right back at you. But if you call me Bradley, so help me God. It's like, if anybody calls me my government name that's not, like, immediate family, I'm like, no. <coughs> no. Just yeah, weird. Like, no, no, absolutely do not. Is it weird? I don't like it. Somebody called me by my middle name the other day. I was like, nah. I don't even know your middle name. My middle name? My middle name's Francis. <laughs> my brain is just imploding <laughs> right now. <laughs> right? Like it's, it's like oh, it's like okay. The final puzzle piece has clicked in the yeah. name. Yeah. And it's like, but then all of a sudden, like, I'm having that real life meltdown of Blue Lock whenever all the puzzle pieces are falling into place. Yeah. And it's like, my brain is like, oh, new information unlocked. And yeah. now <laughs> system overload and Brad.exe has stopped working. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it works in my real name, but not for anything else. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I could understand because, especially since most people in your life, yeah, know you by blue. Yeah. So just having that thrown out, I could see that being a little jarring. Yeah, because like I was, it was so strange. Because I, I always get customers asking me like, "Your name's Blue," and I don't tell them that it's like a nickname. I'm like, "No, yeah, it's my name." Like, yeah. Um and. Uh, and they're like, how do you spell it? That's always the first question. I'm like, like the color. And then they're like, no way. I've known like reds before, but that was just a nickname. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> this is my, this is my legal name. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, and then they're like, do you have any siblings? And I'm like, yeah, I got a brother. Like, what's his name? And I'm like, it's a normal name. I'll say his name. And they're like, oh, that is a normal name. I thought your parents <laughs> were cool. And I'm like, okay. No, you just, <laughs> you just need to tell them. Aquamarine. <laughs> no, see, that's the thing. Is one of my coworkers has studied calling me variants of blue every single day. Just like never actually just blue. It's like teal, aquamarine, indigo, cobalt, freaking whatever you can think of. But use that to your advantage, right? Like anytime a customer asks you, like, "What's your brother's name?" Aquamarine. Teal. Yeah. <laughs> just throw those whatever the chosen name for you is that day yeah throw that at the customer yeah i have 64 male siblings all of them different shades of blue oh instead of 50 shades of gray we got 64 shades of blue <laughs> back to kink um... <laughs> oh. we've already been talking about dicks we have. That's true. I am correct. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite things I have on my soundboard. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah. So the show, eh? 
Um. <laughs> Sorry, I got a coughing fit. No, it's okay. I was just trying to like think of things to say about this show, but it's really like it's not the. I was gonna say it's really boring. It's not boring. It's just a slice of life. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it was a good, enjoyable watch. Mm. It's just like there's not a lot to talk about because it's just life it's people hanging out gaming together and like watching relationships develop like bit by bit yeah it's uh there's a lot of very cute moments and there is humor throughout the show if you the if the show's very um consistent so if you enjoy the first episode you will enjoy the rest of the show if you did not enjoy the first episode you won't like it's it's the same thing all the way through so for that reason, I recommend at least watching the first episode to give yourself, uh, to give it a go. It's very, there's very good commentary on relationship dynamics and what, what represents a healthy relationship for different couples. Because something that might be very healthy for one couple can look very different to something that is very healthy for another couple. And if those situations were reversed, they could be incredibly toxic. And I think this is a very good representation of the fact that relationships don't have to look the same to both be beneficial to both people that are in them and I also think you get some um some really good conversations on being a young adult and and not necessarily full conversations on them because it's always very suggested or just very like um grazing the surface of these much broader deeper topics but it's enough for you as an adult to watch the show and be like I get it you know you don't need more context than that you don't need more depth because we're living it right now so it's it's very good in that sense of like being super relatable in a way that isn't um overbearing or just too much I would wonder how it would be like to be like 16 and watching this I I feel like and this is not a knock at, you know, children at all of any <laughs> Fuck you, <age> children. Group. <laughs> but it's one of those things to where I feel like for a kid, and that's how I literally refer to everyone 21 and under. Yeah. <laughs> I just see them as a child. Yeah, now. me too. It's to the point to where I feel like they would struggle to grasp it in mm -hmm. a way. Because especially whenever you're young, the like everything seems like such a massive deal. Mm -hmm. And like as you grow older and experience new experiences and like figure out like who you are as a person and what you like and don't like, like as you grow and change and like get new experiences, I feel like something like this would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Like as you figure out who you are and like what you want out of relationships. But I feel like whenever you're a kid, like, it's more or less, like, that's not, like, truly, like, what you get in a relationship for at that age. Mm. It's more or less just, like, spur of the moment or hormones or that type of thing. And then it can either progress, like, in a healthy manner or a toxic manner, depending upon, like, how you want to look at it and, like, how that particular couple goes. But it's... I just feel like something like this to a 16 year old or like anybody around that age is like just really getting into the dating scene. Like I feel like it would kind of fall flat 
although I feel like it could be healthy, especially of the like nerd or otaku variety, mm. because it goes to show like stuff like that can work. Yeah. Just you got to have an understanding about both yourself and your partner and, you know, just kind of go from there and like truly get a feel for things. Yeah, it's it's important, I think, for young folks, young folks to have representations of healthy couple dynamics of people in their early, mid, late 20s, because a lot of us don't really get that. I know I didn't really have that kind of representation because, like, my parents were already in their 30s by the time I was born. And then um, by the time I was, like, a functioning human, they were in their 40s, right? Um, and my, I'm very lucky my parents have, have a very healthy, long-lasting relationship, but kids don't even have that, right? Um, so then all you're left with is is outside influences in media and for my family, like, I didn't have anybody that was in their 20s that was, like, having a healthy relationship. Like, I didn't have anybody that was in their 20s in my life when I was growing up, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so I never saw what that looked like outside of media. So things like Friends or, you know, I don't know, reality TV or, like, other forms of media were my representation for me a lot of it growing up was youtube you know i was i was watching these early vloggers in 2010 2011 um going through their you know first serious relationships um and putting them on the internet for the world to see and that was kind of like my representation of what a 20 something in a relationship looks like and I mean, how many of those are still together, right? Like, Exactly. Um, and, and how many of those were healthy? And how much of what we saw online was legit representation? How much of it was just them editing things to make them look good? And, and, like, and I know that's like, this is an anime, so it's literally a story. But the, I think it's still important to show a variety of relationships of people in their 20s that look different but are successful to teenagers to give them something to compare themselves to because like most of us don't have anybody to compare ourselves to yeah and i mean it's one of those things to where like it helps to have different stages of you know life around mm. you like mm. it's okay to be friends with people that are like if you're in high school be friends with people that are in college out of college adult and even like you know your grandparents age like that's okay because everybody needs somebody in their next stage of life to that's a positive influence to help like guide you or show you like what's kind of you know healthy in a way yeah and if what you're seeing, like, you don't think is healthy for you, then it's find something that you feel is healthy and to uh, put yourself in those situations. So having a show like this for, you know, teenagers or college age people, like, that's an incredibly good piece of media to have mm. because most of it is healthy or the bits where it becomes like a little bit toxic like they address it and they squash it in a healthy manner yeah they have a conversation and, yeah, and that's the biggest thing is like at the end of the day 
I feel like where a lot of relationships fall flat is lack of communication. Fully. And so that's kind of why I'm glad this pushes the narrative of communication so much because it's inc- it's one of, if not the most important bit of a relationship and a partnership in life is just proper communication. Yeah, and communication doesn't always have to look the same. And I know I've said this a couple of times, but like I think these couples are a really good example of different ways that communication can work and communication doesn't always have to be entirely verbal like there's one scene in this anime where Hanako is crying because she's just tired of like the jokes like she has a lot of jokes with Taro and on a normal day she's fine with it and it's the bickering and it's everything but this day it's just overwhelming it's just a little too much and so she gets upset and he comes and gives her a cuddle and and um lets her know like it's okay and um and he's still like i would say he's persisting with the jokes but he's still cracking them but you can see the tone shift you can see the um the cuddles that are going along with it the the support and the fact that in his own way he's letting her know again like reminding her like i don't mean it like when i'm doing these like he's he's not having to to say when I say these things, I don't mean them because his actions are showing that and he's giving her the support that she needs because she likes the banter. She likes the jokes. She likes when they have that back and forth and she's often the time to initiate it. Like it's it's a dynamic that works for them. It was just a little much that day. And um, and he's he's just gently reminding her that that system works for them and they both enjoy it, but he's respecting that it's a little bit too much. But he's like, he's being really supportive and kind. And it was just a cute little moment of like, you know, reassurance. And and I don't know. I liked that scene because it worked for them as a couple. And I agree with that. Like, that was one of the more profound scenes for me, yeah. too. Because, again, it just all falls back of, like, you know, knowing and understanding your partner. Yeah. And like understanding like their needs and like how best to communicate with them. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I agree. That was like, that just hit well with me also. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think that would work for me, but it's not me in that circumstance. It's them and it does work well for them. And you see that because then they're back to normal the next day and she's gotten the reassurance that she needs and they've strengthened their relationship by having that really solid level of communication that isn't blatant. I'm sorry I said this, I'll whatever, you know, like it doesn't need to be that because they already have that really good foundation of communication. So the gestures go so much further. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, and there's lots of little scenes like that throughout the show of like somebody doubting themselves or or second guessing or something and then just little moments of like reassurance and keeping it going. I will say there's a very interesting um cultural thing that is is expressed in the show um of the fact that like like PDA isn't a thing in Japan at all and it's not shown throughout the anime, which is very interesting to someone coming from our perspective because I'm like, oh, you know, like things happen and I'm like, oh, she's going to go up to him and kiss him in the street or like hold his hand or something. And then it doesn't. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't happen. And I think that's 
that's cool as well. It's like it's interesting to see a representation of another culture in a way that I haven't seen it really before because most shows don't see feature around adults. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So you got the you got anything else? I don't think so. OP and ED were good. They're not they great. were fine. Yeah. Seeing the Wotakoi dance, like in the actual anime, was good. Mm. Little brother but- is fun. We like him. Yeah, uh, little brother's new friend also great. Yeah, like them, they're great. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, the the actual video game graphics are cool. And for me, like I love all of the nods that they threw to so much stuff. Like they name dropped so much shit. Yeah, in this, and I was, <laughs> I was baffled by it. I'm like, how? Yeah, like they had a legit McDonald's Pokemon. They were playing and Pokemon Go at yeah. that. As soon as they came across that bit, I was like, oh, blue like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, uh, he was like, no, normies play uh, Pokemon Go. And she's like, no, but otakus are the only people still playing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I felt that one on a personal level. They're talking about Mario 64, and, like, that's why he was, like, squishing and stretching his brother's cheeks whenever he was younger. And I, that brought back such a vivid memory of me doing that to Mario in Super Mario 64. I was like, oh, my God. But a legit Wii, Dragon Ball Z, and Sailor Moon R. Like, bro. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Them crying over Sailor Moon. Uh, adults don't cry over anime three seconds later sobbing <laughs> it was the same bit over the bl stuff in the yeah. last episode with taro where he's like like i don't get it like it just doesn't make any sense we'll read it and then cuts to him crying over it was it so good <laughs> oh yeah but then again, like, I got to say, like, I really sympathize with that because there was a bit where I didn't get it. And then we watched Given and I was like, OK, I get it now. Yeah, it's just people falling in love. And I mean, for me, like, it wasn't so much really anything. It's just I didn't get the hype behind yeah. it. And then we actually watched Given and I'm like, OK, I get it now. It's the I think it's the idea of forbidden love that makes it so much more intense because there is still that like situation of like, you can't let anybody know, like, like this, this has to be just between us. Like, it's not a thing, you know? And that gives it an element of danger, which is, I think, appealing to most readers. I mean, maybe as part of it. I think it's part of it. I think there's other parts of it too, but like, I think that's part of it. And I think it's also just the fan base behind it as well. Yeah. Because, again, the fan base behind anything, if they have the opportunity to, like, you know, grow it. or Sorry if you can hear that. Stomach John. Stomach John. Made a return on episode 155, I think. It's because I have a real spicy burrito. I mean, I also had a really spicy burrito. Yeah. And also had, like, an extra bowl of hot sauce. To yeah. like dip my chips in because mm-hmm. the salsa just wasn't cutting it because they put a lot of cilantro in their salsa and so it tasted like soap and I was sad. I have that too. 
Twinsies. Yeah. Yeah, because I have this cilantro lime sauce that I always do bit getting because I really like the tequila lime. Uh-huh. But then I'm like, but it's got cilantro in it, so it's just going to be soapy tequila, and nobody wants soapy tequila. <laughs> well, for me, like some places, like they do it right to where like I don't taste the cilantro at all. Mm. And yet that's the one place where pretty much the entire friend group is like, no, we don't want to go there because we don't like the salsa. And I'm like, fuck y'all. I like the salsa. Yeah. I don't like the salsa anywhere else because it's more fucking cilantro than anything. If I see more, if I see more cilantro in it than I see tomato, there's a problem. Yeah. (sighs) Also why I won't eat guac because most guac is just cilantro. Yeah, I'd just rather have an avocado. I mean, as much as I love sushi, I'm down for avocado. Love avocado. Love avocado. A good. Love avocado. Ah, an avocado. Thanks. The most passive aggressive thanks that anyone <laughs> has ever heard for Christmas. Love that kid. <laughs> so great. They tried. They gave it their best. He he knew he's knew his P's and Q's, but was so disappointed. <laughs> oh, did so well. That kid should be an actor. Really should. And oh. with that, that's what do you give it? Uh, okay. I'm gonna flip the script. What do you think I give it? Um, I think you enjoyed it. I think you had a good time. I don't think you think it's anything to write the right home about i'm saying you're between like a seven and an eight i was torn between an eight and an 8.5 ah, so I, I, okay. I will give you props okay because part of me is like leaning more 8.5 than i'm like you know if the op and ed had been better i probably would mm-hmm. or if the animation had been anything to write home about maybe i would so no i'm a i'm a stick with eight because i did have a great time with this and there were a lot of bits in it that i genuinely loved yeah. But at the end of the day, Kaguya-sama sets the standard. Mm-hmm. And I realize, like, for me, it is an incredibly high standard. Mm-hmm. And this did not even cross the threshold of a nine for me. So, therefore, I feel like eight's kind of fair. Yeah, I'm I'm at a 7.5 because I... Reason why it gets the point five, Same reasons as you. But it gets a... I would have put it at a seven. It gets a plus 0.5 because when I got to the end of the last episode, I freaked out because it was the last episode. And I was like, there's got to be one more. Like, it's got to be 12. And it wasn't. It was 11. And that's why it gets an extra 0.5 because I was looking forward to another episode. And I I feel the same, like, regardless of the fact that I was um, panicking to get all of these done. I did that. Literally, I finished the last episode at eight o'clock. And that's when we were supposed to start recording. So yeah. I had that shit calculated to a T. Yeah. But no, it was over. And I was like, fuck, that's now it. I want more. Now yeah. I got to go buy the manga. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was really, I was like, fuck, like I want more. So yeah, definitely, definitely 7.5. Um, because I really, I really was enjoying myself. I was having a good time. I was painting my elf ears and I wanted to watch more. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. I had a good time. Now, you know what's going to be a good time. What? Tomo-chan. Tomo-chan. I'm very excited, but I am also very torn because I watched the first episode and I enjoyed it, but I dropped it because I kind of wanted to save it for the podcast because I was in the midst of other 
uh, rom-coms and stuff from last mm. season. So I was like, you know what? I'll save it for the podcast because that way we can kind of experience it together. However, I don't know how I want to watch it. I don't know if I want to watch it subbed or if I want to watch it dubbed. Oh, no. Main reason being they got the same actress to do Carol in both English and Japanese. And Carol is, from the clips that I've seen, my favorite fucking character from the show. Okay. I don't know if you've seen any of the clips of the blonde-headed chick in this, but my goodness, it's hilarious, and I can't wait. And I just can't decide whether I want to watch it in English <laughs> or Japanese. Oh, yes, have seen clips. I just Googled it. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. Those English clips just kill me. So okay. I, I'm so torn. And I know I don't have enough time with my current soups, not soup, suits obsession. <laughs> with my current soup, I don't have time. <laughs> I want soup. I was going to have tomato soup for soup. dinner, but then I had a burrito instead. I mean, I can't blame you. Burrito is a better option. Mm. But I have cheesy bread. Ooh, cheesy bread sounds good. Right? And like cheesy bread and tomato soup on a rainy day. Now, what you should do is, yeah. you know, you should just come over for lunch tomorrow because mm. I'm making Korean fried chicken parm. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. Except Sweet. minus the chicken on my serving and then we're good. That That's true. I'll find figure. I'll figure out something else because yeah. just mm, what what can I deep fry that would be delicious for vegetarians? Any vegetables. I love vegetables broccoli <laughs> batter a broccoli and deep fry it i'd eat the shit out of that <laughs> oh make a trip to the south because That's we batter everything that's great i'm down yeah go for it all right so you can have cream fried broccoli <laughs> just get with vegetable tempura I, yeah tofu tempura i'm good i'm good i'm there because yeah i'm making like a special uh gochujang uh tomato sauce mm. And I'm hoping it turns out delicious, because if it does, then I think I'm going to have, like, a new favorite friend group recipe on my hands. Mm. And if it turns out poorly, I'll let you know, and you won't have to worry about coming over for the Korean fried broccoli. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh. But yeah, so... <clears throat> <clears throat> Thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. You can find the lovely Blue at Blue's Lavenders on everything. And you can find myself at Brad Garen VO on uh, fuck um, social medias and yeah. uh, Brad Carter Gaming on Twitch. And you can find all of us together at BNV Anime on literally anything, everything, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Between uh, upcoming D&D podcast. Uh, fucking uh, Renfair vlog. Yeah. I can do words. I uh, take the rest of the outro. I'm fucking it up at this point. Uh, and other things that we decide to create when we actually remember because we both have ADHD, so we're not reliable. Have a great day uh, and or night and or whatever the fucking time is for you. Goodbye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs>